Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Story Darlings podcast. We're here for another episode, our second episode. I am Sandra. And I'm Tara. And today we are doing a little bit of Halloween theme. Um, But before we get into what exactly that is, what's up, Tara? What's new? What's happening? What are you doing? What are you reading? Um, Not a whole lot. Uh, (laughs) Working on this podcast has taken up a chunk of my time, but I am reading Cruel Prince by Ashley Jade, and it's in a series, and this is like the third time I've read it, but I love it. It's one of those stories that just pulls you back in. You said Cruel Prince. Is it just, um, is it like a romance or is it a fantasy romance or what? It's a romance. It kind of centers on high schoolers um, and there's something that drives them apart and then they come back together and the guy is not very nice to the girl. <laughs> um, and he's like the quintessential, like, you know, top dog at high yeah. school. Um, and so, yeah. But then they yeah. end up getting together, falling in love. And again, it's a series. So we like happy endings. Yeah. No, when you said Cruel Prince, I was like, oh, you're reading the Cruel Prince trilogy by Holly Black. So she writes these YA uh, fantasy romance types. And so there is a Cruel Prince in that series. He's fairy or fae. The land is called fairy and his name is Carden. And there's so much fan art about Carden. And I love the books. Like they're very dark and whimsy, but they're a lot of fun and they feel very lyrical when you're reading them. So I highly recommend that's what I was thinking about when you said Cruel Prince. Anything else new? No, no. Yeah. Same here. I'm still reading Infinite Jest. It's like, (laughs) it's like the Bible. The pages are super thin. It's like the thickest book I have probably. And yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of just solo reading it now. And I'm, I've fallen behind on my reading schedule for it, but I'm trying to keep up with it. Um, Besides that, I've just been in a slump really from everything. Like nothing sounds appealing to read or watch. And in a way, this podcast has been really good for that, you know? getting more FaceTime with you and talking about these things, getting back. There are things that you have to read or watch before each episode. So you have no choice. That's a good way to do it. (laughs) But it's like, like with this, I didn't necessarily, you know, watch it before we started the episode, but yeah. yeah. Sweet and sours. Tell me something sweet and tell me something sour. So I, my sweet is going to be that I got to go to a presidential dinner for donors at my work and it was a lot of fun. Oh, nice. Just got to dress up and go out, which I don't get to do that. I know. It's like, there's no Um, occasion. Got to buy a dress for myself and I wore heels and know anything about me. Like heels have not been in my, you know outfits for a while because I hurt my foot and so um I was gonna say we we wore heels a lot back in the day you know circa 2007 people 
but I have to like go with the baby heels now. Um, whereas circa 2007, I could wear, you know, real heels. Yeah, that is sweet. <laughs> um, my sour is um, one of the reasons that I sent my son upstairs to record this episode. Um, my brother's dog got ran over this morning. So no. that's going to be my sour because she's my puppy's mom. And oh, so, that's so sad wait do your kids know my no my kids don't know don't which know. is why my son has yeah yeah peace upstairs Car- is carly upstairs too yep but mm. I for lily my puppy all day because i'm like does she know her mommy died oh that's so sad <laughs> um sweet for me it's like racking my brain trying to think of something I, I guess a sweet is it's payday this week that's always good so I haven't been working in like a year and I had my first paycheck like a week or two ago and so now I get my second paycheck so yeah it's a good feeling to be working and adding some kind of value to society again um so that's good sour no real updates from from last time everything just everything sucks and uh yeah I'm just gonna use my everything slump (laughs) as my sour because I don't know like I'm just in a funk and I'm trying to get through it but we shall see you'll get through it it just might take a bit longer than you anticipate (laughs) yeah (laughs) well on that downer of a note, <laughs> um, we are going to get into the episode. And as Sandra mentioned, we are doing a Halloween theme this week. Um, and we are going to discuss Hocus Pocus. Yay! I know <laughs> most of you, hopefully, have heard of this movie and know it. Um, even if you have not watched it in over 20 years, as Sandra has not you've watched at some point um it was released in 1993 and the reason it is coming back is there's a second one coming out next year um which is very exciting for those of us who love this movie and watch it every year if not multiple times a year how many times have you watched it already this halloween season tara we have watched it three times so far. <laughs> um, three times. Yeah. There's also a book out um, for the second one. And my kids have that book as well. So Sandra, I know you've just mentioned that you haven't seen it in approximately 20 years, but when was the first time you saw this movie? Do you remember? I honestly don't remember. I tried like starting it a little bit ago and I literally remembered very little but there's a scene in the very beginning when max is like just pouting in his bedroom and because he just had his shoes that's what we did yeah 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 that's what you do you you don't have a cell phone we didn't have internet until like later on (laughs) um so he's just pouting and starts like hitting on the drums and i remembered the beat of the the drums that he was playing like that I could recall. And then I remembered his sister screaming that 
just shrill sound. Like I remembered that grating on me when I was a kid and then it like did the same, like it triggered me again. And so like that came back. So it's like starting to come back. So it's kind of cool to revisit after being away from it for so long. I also do not remember when the first time I watched it. I knew, I know I watched it a lot growing up though. Like I feel like it was like an every year thing for my house growing up, but I had not watched it in probably 10 years yeah. before yeah. I introduced it to my kids. And then it was just back on repeat every year. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people who love it and watch it religiously every single year. It's, I mean, it has such a cult following. And so maybe we'll get to go into why we think that is. But I think for this episode, it'll be really cool to have your perspective as someone who like adores it and loves it and watches it every single year without fail. And then there's just me who's like, yeah, you know, I'll try and watch it later on if, you know, if I have time to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I will get into a little bit of the plot for those of you who may have not watched it. Or if it's been over 20 years. Um, and I will go through all of the characters and all of that. Um, so let's start. As Sandra mentioned, there are multiple members of the family um, that are very important to this movie. The first one being Max. Um, he is the teenage boy that moves to Salem without a whole lot of knowledge of what happened there 300 years prior. Um, and then he has a little sister named Danny, who, if any of you have a little sister, she's she's what you imagine or what you experienced. She is annoying and troublesome and all of those things, but Max loves her anyway. Then there is Thackeray. And yes, that is with the TH. When I was a kid, I thought that they were calling him Zachary with a lisp because, well, Winifred made fun of the dad because he had a lisp. Um, so I thought that that was just, you know, kind of flowing. But no, his name is Thackeray. Um, and he was a little boy or a teenager back in Salem 300 years prior to this movie. He also had a little sister that um, was kidnapped by the witches and her essence, whatever you want to call it, soul, I don't know, they used for making themselves younger. Thackeray tried to save her and in doing so got himself turned into a cat that could not die. So he comes into the future or present time, however you want to look at it as a cat um, that is trying to keep people away from the witch's old home so that they can't light a candle that will bring them back. Um, But Max, not believing in all of this, lights the candle anyway because, well, he's a teenager and he, he just does. And he brings the witches back and they try and steal little kids to be younger and younger and younger. And that's pretty much the plot of the movie. There's other things that happen. Very, very grim. Very yeah. Dark it's, it's plot. Kind of like, really think about like it. Hansel and Gretel, you know, that's a very dark plot too, but it's like a little fairy tale, which that's why we like these stories. 
<laughs> I'm good with it. But there are a lot of funny points in this movie, um, including when Max lights that candle. Um, there's a very funny quote from there, and we'll get to it later, but there are a lot of funny points, a lot of comedy throughout the movie as well. Yeah, the one of the things I remember that I enjoyed about it so much was just... Uh, I felt like at the time, if I'm remembering correctly, it did such a good job at just dropping these witches into modern day life. And they were just like so awkward and stumbling around trying to figure out everything and understand the language and just the customs of everyday life. And I, I always, that was always one of the best parts of the movie to me. Yeah. When they first came back, Max had just lit the candle and they were attacking everybody or whatever. And he uses the sprinkler system to say that he brought the rain of death on them. <laughs> and they all were afraid of that. And yeah, they didn't know what a sprinkler system was or the road outside. They pushed Sarah Jessica Parker's character in it, thinking it was a river and she would drown so that they could test how deep it was. Um, <laughs> so I always thought that those two scenes were very, yeah. very funny as a kid. No, Sarah's like stomping on the street. Yeah. Like that's like forever to my brain. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. That's something that she would say. Her character is just like such a little a ditzy, dit. but such a ditz. Yeah. I feel like Sarah, Jessica Parker, and Bette Midler were so prolific at that time, just in everything that they were doing. I guess that's the other appeal of this movie. It's like, it's not necessarily that it has like this mind-blowing plot or anything like that, but like the dialogue and the humor are really good. And it just has like 20 years later, just watching it, it's more of the nostalgia element, I think. I remember when I was a kid thinking, that these witches were kind of old and now that i rewatch it I'm well like, they did oh, they really did look young. really old in the beginning they did look really old and haggard yeah but even when they went back to like young i'm a kid these 20 somethings almost 30 somethings were really old to me and now that i look back and i'm watching it with my kids i'm like oh they're my age oh <laughs> and we're gonna old. go cry now oh <laughs> off screen <laughs> I remember being that kid that was like I don't want to be around anybody like I'm too cool for this whatever and now yeah. I'm back thinking oh man did I act like that did I do that yeah I think I do remember like being frustrated with the little girl in the beginning just because mm -hmm. she's like literally just blindly following I think it was Sarah you know, to the witch's house. Oh yeah. As the brother is like, and his friend are screaming across the field after them. And she's just like, la la la. Like, I'm just going to follow this weird lady into her house in the middle of the woods. And it's just like, really? I thought that too. But after I watched it again, it looked like there was some magical stuff coming off, like in between she was them. Bewitched. So I wonder if she'd already been bewitched. Mm, yeah yeah maybe that would make sense but I do like speaking of the children I do like how Mary was the one who smelled children 
and they go out on Halloween, which is way different 300 years later than they experienced when they were like alive or whatever. And Mary keeps going, I smell children. I smell children. And they can't find the children because the children are all dressed up in Halloween costumes. (laughs) And I remember now thinking that is hilarious. But as a kid, I don't think I got that as much as I do now. I also really enjoyed the scene with the devil where they were calling him master, the guy that was dressed up as the devil. Yeah. And they're like, master, master. And then his wife was like, get out of my house. And I didn't get that when I was a kid either, that he was dressed up as the devil and thus their master because they're witches. And so I think a lot of the humor was geared towards older people, adults, yeah. Not necessarily the children, but the children got the, you know, fun out of the witches and all of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Just you talking about jokes more now. <laughs> yeah. Just you talking about that. It, it does make me want to go back and finish watching it as a 30 something. We don't have well-rounded has all her shit together woman. Yeah. That's exactly what I felt like when I watched it. The oh, time. I need a good laugh. Yeah. I'll yeah. watch it tonight in bed. <laughs> I think that it can, it holds some lessons though for kids, like blindly believing what other people are telling you, um, kind of preparing yourself for people not wanting the best for you. Like the witches didn't want the best for anybody. They wanted, they were out for themselves. Um, So I think that there are some lessons to be learned from the movie too, for those kids that don't get the adult humor. For me, since it's been over 20 years since I watched it, I've always had a hard time like trying to understand why the movie is so popular. Like people just lose their minds whenever Labor Day happens and is over and then everyone switches their decor to Halloween shit and then watch this movie and I just never really understood it and so I mean why do you think it is is it just like primarily our our generation or a little bit older even I think people just want some whimsy and by the time you hit Halloween there hasn't been a holiday in what like four months like a big holiday like fourth of July yeah and honestly if I'm being honest Halloween is my favorite holiday just because it's like have fun. fun. It's not like family obligation stuff. Like, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas can tend to be. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like I haven't dressed up for Halloween in years and dressing up in costumes used to be one of my favorite, favorite things to do. And I haven't done it in so long. It's fun. Like watching your kids dress up and their little faces light up and they have so much fun, but it's like something about wearing that mask or wearing something else and becoming someone else it was just always so much fun and yeah Yeah, that that is um what I was gonna say you get to be somebody who you're not you get to like step out of your sours of your life and be your sweet like whether that's a fireman or a police officer or whatever you wanted to be as a kid you can be that for a night are you dressing Um, up for Halloween this year we were going to do a family costume and I think we do Scooby-Doo because my dog looks a lot like Scooby-Doo. 
So um, I used to be obsessed with Scooby-Doo. That's so cute. I've, I, that's another nostalgic thing that I've brought back and my kids are watching the old. Um, yeah. Did your kids have a hard time? Like when you tried introducing them to things that you enjoyed when you were younger, I tried that with Vince, with Vincent and he was just like, like he could tell the old, old animated Disney movies versus like the new computer generated, you know, graphics like he just was not having it so I keep hoping as he gets older he'll let me do that but they did not have a problem with it um Mm -hmm. but they also did not have a choice because I'm like mommy's gonna watch this (laughs) down or you can go upstairs whichever way you want to do it but this is what we're gonna watch down here yeah but now they watch Hocus Pocus with you yep and they they also my kids have some snark so they did fault me on pulling out a Christmas movie recently. Oh man. I thought it was Ready a bit Christmas? early for that. But it was just the movie. It was the Cinderella like movie and it just happened to be like Christmas timing of it. So it wasn't necessarily a whatever Christmas you have to tell yourself, Tara. It had Christmas in it, okay? Um, but yeah, they did fault me on that one. So I can't pull out Christmas movies yet. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll buy that as an answer. It's just like the whole aspect of being somebody else for a night. Plus you know, free having, candy. Huh? I said plus free candy. Like who's going to turn down? I mean, candy? that's awesome when you're a kid, but like I tried to stay away from eating all this candy all the time because it's not, it's not good. <laughs> I don't. I am there for the candy. I even... I'm that mom that picks out my favorite candy from the kids' candy stash. I'm like, this is my tax, which is a line that they use in the movie. Like, the oh, they do in the lot in the movie. Um, tell Danny that she has to pay the tax. Oh, I, I okay. So now I'm wondering whether that came from this movie or if it was before or what. I don't know. It's interesting. That's where I got it. But uh-huh. it's the mom tax for walking them around everywhere. They have to give me some of their candy. Yeah. So I do not stray away from the candy. Speaking of quotes, like the candy tax, the mom tax, whatever they're calling it. <laughs> What's your favorite quote in the movie? I like the quote that um, Thackeray says right after Max lights the candle where he basically tells him that he had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light the candle. And then Danny's like, yeah, dummy. I really like that part because it just shows the sibling rivalry or the sibling like relationship between them where Danny calls him out for being a dumb and lighting candle, even though he did not believe that that would happen. He was just yeah didn't believe I love that one (laughs) yeah I like the snark and the little sister there but I also just like it it kind of being a commentary on just people today just like having no inhibitions really compared to you know however long ago the beginning of the movie was just yeah people be (laughs) hoes well even more like I I would be interested to see if there's a similar quote in the 2022 movie because I think we've fallen downhill on that a little Mm. bit too um where in every other movie or every other book or every other whatever there's a lot of the sexual content yeah 
Whereas I don't remember that that much in the 90s. Maybe I just wasn't watching those movies, but I don't remember it being in everything in all the songs and everything around. No. And so even then for that comment to be made, I think was, was pushing it. Yeah. I feel like you're, you're spot on there. It's just even reading things that were written around that time, like late 80s, early 90s, like even just any kind of romance is just approached so like, yeah, differently length away. Yeah. I, yeah, I would agree with that. They hint at it, but they do not tell you what's going on. Yeah. I do like that aspect of movies like Hocus Pocus is like they sprinkle these little comments in that have like this bigger meaning as it applies to modern day life. And then like even the movie itself, like if you remember in the beginning, because it was the little girl that was her mm-hmm. essence was sucked out and she became old, which was so dark. Like they just like put a blanket over her and they were like, bye. <laughs> like you're done. No big deal. Just yeah. Kid. Yeah. She's just like, anyways, that image is like so sad, but it's like her and her brother. And then it's like modern day life. It's like parallels, right? Because now you have mm-hmm. Danny and her brother. So it was like very it felt very cyclical, like history mm-hmm. repeats itself, blah, blah, blah. Like I always appreciate that part of books from, and movies. From from what I read about the new one coming out, it's also another sibling pair that's coming back to Salem. And so I think it's going to be some of that cycle again. Yeah. We didn't learn the first time or the second time. We, we never do. We're human beings. History. We never, ever learn. We just revert back over and over again. I feel like kids think that they know. They always think they know. And as we talked about in our after series, we don't know anything. No, we just have to, like, people have to learn things themselves. They just have to go through all of the shit and just learn the lessons themselves. You try to warn them and... That's all you can really do. It's like talk about this stuff and like it's the education and awareness aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, what was your favorite quote? I, yeah, it happened right in the beginning of the movie. And it was just like, another glorious morning. It makes me sick. And it's like, <laughs> that is such an energy right now. That is exactly how I feel. I was another freaking morning it's like fall officially it's like beautiful weather it's not hot and humid and gross and it's sunshiny and clear skies but I'm just in a like foul mood and I just (laughs) I'm like I will be her I'll be her for for the for Halloween you're gonna dress up no for the foreseeable future I also really enjoy how Sarah's character is so boy crazy Oh yeah. It's hilarious. When the firemen come, she's like, boys. And then when when she gets the like essence and goes younger or de-ages, I don't know what you call that. Um she Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> yes, yes. She is really happy because she's beautiful now and the boys will like her. It's just really funny to me. I mean, wasn't that what it was about though? Like in the nineties, I feel like that was the depth of romance is like, oh, this girl is like 
you know, she has pretty hair, pretty teeth. Yeah. Yeah, She, she dresses cute. So it's like, I feel like when I was a teenager, she was my like spirit animal, spirit person, whatever, because (laughs) I think pretty much all girls are a little boy crazy at that time. So like, she was my favorite character then but looking back I'm more a Winifred like I don't I don't like all this I want you to go away (laughs) I want you to go away so I think that that's another thing that this movie does really well it has a person for each like generation to like feel connected to like when Mm -hmm. I was a kid I was connected to Sarah as I age I'm more the grumpy old lady that Winifred is um and then I, I guess I never connected really with Mary because she was always. I mean, Mary's Mary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she doesn't fun. have a lot going for her. <laughs> but I also connected when I was a kid. I connected with Max because I felt like everything was dumb and. I feel dumb. like even the name Max is like a '90s thing. Do you mm-hmm. remember a Goofy movie? Yes. Yes, like that was the son's name, Max. And it's like the clothing in that cartoon reminds me of the clothing in this. I think that's just like another thing why Hocus Pocus is so popular with millennials. And are we younger or older millennials? I can't remember. But I mean, it's super popular. Yeah. I don't know. I I hate admitting that, but I think. Maybe we're right on the cusp between millennials and Gen Gen whatever the next one is. I don't know. Is it Gen X? I think it's either Gen X or Gen Z. I think Gen Z's now, though. I don't know these young whippersnappers. <laughs> I don't either. See, we're Win- Winifred. <laughs> we are Win. I'm definitely a Winifred right now. I don't see that changing. I'm just like bah humbug. Everyone's the essences of children apparently <laughs> DHS. I'm I'm not quite at that level yet, but. <laughs> Yeah. My my children are doing the opposite and they're sucking it out of me, I think, right now. I know. I use that phrasing all the time. It's like, okay, any listeners out there who are parents to young children, they, age you. they do age you. It's like my hair in the last year and a half, almost two years since this pandemic started and I've been like stuck at home, like yes. I, I have zero energy to do anything. And like, I don't even recognize myself anymore from who I was like 15 years ago, like 15 years ago. I'm like, yeah, let's stay up all night. Like I'm going to do this and that, and we're going to go out and do all of the things and I can get up the next day and do it. And you don't have to report to anyone. You're really just accountable for yourself. And now it's just like, your brain is constantly thinking about, did I do X, Y, Z? Did I plan this? This is happening tonight. Tomorrow I got to have this prepared. And it's just like, all the time constantly and it's exhausting and how do we get better how do we get our old selves back Tara I think when our kids age just a little more we'll have more time to ourselves at least that's the lie I'm telling myself right now when they get old enough to take care of themselves I can start taking care of myself more But I agree with you. I was doing my hair earlier and I had to undo it because I had so much gray and I'm like, I just, I can't, I can't right now. Like, no. Mm -mm. Same. It's the dark hair thing too. 
yeah dark hair like it's just very visible i feel like if i had blonde hair it'd be okay wouldn't be as visible hey at least you can have two different colors naturally throughout your life well three if you count like salt and pepper type of mix i'm not sure that that's a good thing sandra whatever i i kind of just wish my hair would just turn white all at once that oh that's one of the things i always loved about sarah's character when i was little i remember loving her hair like it was so light and long and just like so much volume to it it was just gorgeous waves yeah there was like shape to it like it wasn't just like flat and thin to her head i loved her hair when i was a kid she was really pretty too she's a little ditzy though did you see the beginning of beginning of the movie when the little girl's brother comes in she's like i knew i smelled a boy and she like grabs her like breast did did you notice her doing that (laughs) like go back and watch it she's like everything sarah jessica parker does for this role is just like it's 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 so much (laughs) one part that carly my daughter really loved is when they're hiding from the the firemen and she this is where she says the boys thing she also then eats a spider she's like oh a spider and then puts it in her mouth and carly's like she she just ate a spider she's like i liked her before that yeah now she's dead to me that's disgusting now she's gross yeah but yeah yeah well guys in honor of halloween we told you last time that we were going to be putting some charitable sites up every episode so in honor of halloween we have put up a couple um, of different really popular halloween costumes and you get to kind of pick which one you are going to be this year so make sure to check out the um, charities that we have linked in our episode notes yeah i love it it's fun it's like halloween is one of the ones that you can just have more fun with and brings back so many memories like sandra said you get to choose this is your choice to pick. yeah so we'll have yeah. fun trick or treat eat all the candy your kids don't eat we're it. not it's okay to not eat the candy and just sneak bits of it into the garbage like i do because i'm that <laughs> mom there are places where you can turn in your candy and get money for it like dentists will do that now what I have never heard of this you turn it in and they'll give you like your kids like little prizes or money or something I've never heard of this ever yeah you should go Columbia thing huh It, it might be but you should go check out some dentists yeah I'm not too happy with mine I went to the dentist like two days ago and I have to get a filling <laughs> oh I went to the dentist for the, not the first time in a while, but the first time in a little while that I did not have to get something done. Kids, man, I tell you, they destroy everything. And my kids destroyed like my teeth, my brain. Yeah. Just anything. This is like apparently a birth control episode too. Um, But yeah. So this first time I have not had to get something done in a while. Don't reproduce people. That's what Tara is saying. That's the lesson here. Everything up. And I'm saying this around my son's birthday too. So like, happy birthday to him. I don't. Happy birthday, Michael. We love you. Your mommy loves you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, 
Thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. All right, let me find the off button. <laughs> Shouldn't be, oh, there it is.